0: Paul and Angie Lingzo, founders of the Lingzo Fitness Academy, bring you The Missing Piece. Mission, mindset, and mechanics for your complete transformation. As creators of the anti-diet mindset reprogram, Paul and Angie have all the missing pieces you need to make the leap to your best life. Welcome to The Missing Piece. What's up, everybody? Paul here from The Missing Peace. I'm riding solo today. Um, Well, because I just am. (laughs) Because we got two kids and Angie's got to take care of them right now. But anywho, before I get into what I'm going to talk about today, I want to make sure that you know where to find us on the internet because the internet is a vast place and we are in many places. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're here on the podcast. So if you just go to missingpeacepodcast.com, Everything we do, our entire world is on there, you know, so you can join our free Facebook group. We do a bunch of free trainings in there. You can see this podcast and all the backlog episodes. You can see our Instagram. You can, man, our website, if anybody even goes to websites anymore. But you can find out everything that's going on with our anti-diet 12-week course when the next round starts. All that good stuff. So, missingpeacepodcast.com. Now, to talk about today's topic... I'm going to talk about a dichotomy. So I love sort of dichotomies and continuums because I mean, because they're kind of the same thing, but not really. A dichotomy is sort of like balancing to um, balancing to contradicting ideas almost. And then, you know, a continuum is, you know, arrows going in, you know, infinite directions. And, you know, most of us are somewhere in the middle. And so I guess today would fall. I call today a dichotomy and it's the dichotomy of quitting versus persevering the dichotomy of quitting versus persevering. And what's, what's counterintuitive about it is that in order to win, in order to achieve, you actually have to both quit and persevere. And so with a lot of, with a lot of success stuff out there with a lot of, you know, whatever you want to call it, self-help fitness, blah, blah, blah. Perseverance is, is is admired because obviously it takes you have to stick to something through some obstacles in order to see it through. It's just there's just no other way around it. You're going to have adversity. You're going to get stuck. You're going to plateau and you can look at any journey, you know, whether it's fitness, business, jujitsu, ju- people plateau all the time. You You make bursts of progress and then you get stuck for a while. And that's a plateau. And at every plateau, people quit. You, you drop off, right? And busting through plateaus is what really gets you to the next level. And that's what those plateaus, everybody runs in the same ones, more or less. And those are what separate people who achieve different levels of success in different stratospheres. So perseverance is obviously required. When you get to a point where you're no longer making progress, you're no longer... Um, feeling momentum and you need to drive yourself forward and you need to go back to the drawing board and reinvent yourself in order to break through that plateau. However, sometimes you got to quit some stuff too. Sometimes you got to quit because you will get to a point in your journey, no matter what that journey is, where things that used to serve you are no longer serving you and you have to quit or things that used to add to the quality of your life are no longer adding to the quality of your your life for various reasons. And then it's time to quit and let those things go forever. Or maybe not forever because forever is a strong word, but let them go for the time being because your life changes And, and, or maybe things about that hobby changed or that strategy and business changed. And it's okay to quit at that point. In fact, you have to quit in order to keep moving forward. So that's why it's kind of a dichotomy. If you, wanna, if you want to persevere on your journey, you're going to have to quit some things at some point that were actually helping you move forward at some point but are no longer serving you. And I think the best way I've heard that said is that what got you to this level, the behaviors, the choices, the strategies, the tactics that got you from level one to level two are not the same strategies, tactics, behaviors that are going to get you from level two to level three. And every time you want to level up in life, you are going to hit a plateau. It's the way it goes. And every time it's, it's plateau is actually a good way of saying like, man, I'm about to make a major breakthrough. But that being said, when you are ready to make that major breakthrough, you're not going to make it by doubling down on old behaviors. You're not going to make it by doubling down on old strategies. You're only going to make that breakthrough if you are able to let go, to quit, if you will, what you were doing before that's no longer serving you. If you're able to examine circumstances, behaviors, relationships, sometimes things that served you before, but now are either not serving you or are actively holding you back. And that's, to me, it's so hard to embrace this dichotomy. It's so hard to know when to let something go. You know, I can tell you straight up from a business perspective, I I, I guess I could use business and I could use fitness Um, but you know, from a business perspective, it's like I started as a one man band, so I did everything in my gym. Uh, I trained all the clients. I took all the sales calls. I wrote all the blogs. I cleaned all the toilets. I balanced the books. I did it all, you know, and that required an enormous amount of work, an enormous amount of time. Um and a wide array of skills, and that served me very well. Being willing to put in that time, being willing to do all of those small menial tasks, even though I'm quote unquote the owner, you know, served me well because it allowed me to start with a very limited budget, grow my revenue, and do so, and keep most of that revenue because I was doing everything myself. So that got me off the ground and running. But there got to a point, and I'm going to share this story with you because it, this is this is wrong-headed thinking by me. But it got to the point where I had, you know, enough people coming in and out of the gym every day that it got it got dirty very quickly. You know, and, and for sanitary reasons and just because there was chalk everywhere and blah, 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 like it got dirty very quickly. It looked uh, like it got, you know, in disarray very quickly. And so I got... um. So I got an estimate from a cleaning company and it was going to be, oh man, this is like seven years ago. It was, it was a number at the time I couldn't fathom. It was going to be like $2,000 a month. Whoa. Right? No way do I want to give up $2,000 a month. Cause again, I'm a one man band. That's $2,000 out of my pocket. That's me taking a pay cut to do something I could already do. And I'm gonna be real with you. I plateaued at that revenue level. I plateaued at that level of that number of customers. And I plateaued in my personal development, quite frankly, for like a year and a half. Because I refused to give anything up because I was so short-sighted that I thought, hey, I've done all this to this point. I'm gonna do I'm gonna keep doing it to get me to the next point. But that's not how it works. Because at a certain point I need to be able to sleep, (laughs) which means not staying at the gym till nine o'clock at night, cleaning up. Um, I need to be able to think creatively in order to implement new strategies. I need project time to implement new strategies. And without those things, I wasn't going to be able to go from 50 to hundred customers, right? I had zero to 50. I was able to do doing everything myself, but I wasn't willing to give up those behaviors like cleaning and all the menial tasks and give up a little bit of revenue, quite frankly, in order to grow into more revenue. So in that instance, by, by not quitting, I actually held myself back. And only when I gave those things up and took a step back and spent some money on hiring some staff, did we explode to the next level. But I was plateaued for quite a long time. And I, and, and it wasn't until I changed my behaviors and I changed my mindset that I was able to break through. Now with fitness, you know, I've been, I've been training for, when, when I say training, I just mean lifting weights. Um, I've been lifting for, I'm 37 and I started when I was 19. So 18 years, something like that I started really consistently when I was 19. So anyway, you know, I've gone through all sorts of different, you know, phases with it where it's like, um, you know, sometimes I'm focused on aesthetics. Then I went, uh, got really into like the kettlebell thing for a while. Then it was calisthenics. Then it was uh, getting strong and the power lifts. And you know, I've just been through. I've been through it all, man. You know, I've done through. I've done phases of all of them. And what's crazy is that sometimes, because I've done all these things, I've adapted this belief that I have to keep doing them. So, if if for example, like when I was doing the kettlebell thing. Um, a big, a big benchmark in the kettlebell world is doing your hundred snatches, hundred kettlebell snatches in five minutes. And that's the instructor. That's literally what part of what you have to do to to certify as instructors. That's cool. And, And so that's what I did to certify as an instructor. And that's, you know, what I did every year or whatever while I was certified. And because I did that, it became this floor. I couldn't allow myself to not be able to do that. You know, which doesn't make any sense because things changed. First of all, I expanded beyond the kettlebell world. So I need in order like for every everything I wanted to add into my routine, let's call it, requires time, requires energy. I was I was holding I was holding space to continue to be able to do all that kettlebell stuff. Even though there's really no reason for it, it wasn't serving me on my next evolution. There was other stuff I wanted to accomplish physically. I wanted to get stronger. I wanted to get bigger and blah, 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 blah. But as long as I had a slice of my training dedicated to all the kettlebell stuff, that was training that could have been better spent on whatever my primary goal was in the moment. And what I really forgot at the end of the day was that I lift and I train and I work out in order to add to the quality of my life. I do it because it's fun. And what I had done there was let an arbitrary standard creep in that was no longer serving me. It was actually making me miserable because I felt like I had to do it for no good reason. And because I felt like I had to do it, it was taking space away from the things that were fun for me and that were what I actually wanted to be working on at that time. And so it wasn't until I decided it's okay for me to quote unquote slip below the standard of a kettlebell instructor when I'm no longer really a kettlebell instructor and I have other pursuits I want to make. Then I was able to break that fitness plateau and actually increase my barbell numbers pretty significantly once I I stopped trying to do everything all at once. So for those of you who are familiar with the kettlebell world, that probably makes sense. If you're not, all I'm trying to say is that you look at, all I'm trying to say is look at what you really want to get out of it. Look at the big picture. Where's the perseverance and where should you quit? And the perseverance is just that I want to persevere in adding to my life. I want to continually work out because it adds to my life. And so if I am holding on, if I'm shackled to some part of my training that was from a previous iteration of my life when my schedule was different, when my goals were different, when what I enjoyed was different because your taste changed over time, I'm literally um, like hamstringing that goal because now it's starting to take away from the quality of my life. So by quitting on that arbitrary or by quitting that old behavior that used to serve me, but now it doesn't, I'm actually able to stay on the journey much longer. I just think it's really, I think it's really important to remember that we're not beholden to anyone or anything except for our own values. And so we're not chained to anything just because you used to do something a certain way. If it's no longer serving you and no longer in alignment with your values, there's literally no reason for you to keep doing it and there's no shame in quote unquote quitting because by ho- by holding on to it blindly you're doing yourself a disservice and you're making yourself miserable so i guess i'm kind of speaking in generalities here but the point is this sometimes we get so stuck on the mindset that perseverance is everything and never quit that we th- that we end up holding on we end up chaining ourselves to old behaviors In old thinking patterns. In old whatever. Old areas of our life that are no longer serving us. And are not in alignment with our values and are not moving us forward. So um, if you know when to quit and when to persevere. If you can embrace the dichotomy that both of them are required for long-term success. I think you're going to be doing yourself a favor and making making success and forward movement a whole hell of a lot easier on yourself. That's all I got for you for today, guys. Have a good one.